This is Armando Santos. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f- so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stunt. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. December 5th, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And this week, we're going to smoke the first cigar from the December Care Package and welcome Jack Tarano from Duran Cigars. Also, I am just back from Art Basel, Miami. We're going to talk about that. I was with Davidoff. I'll share with you my thoughts of the art world in the cigar world. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You're such an expert on all things yes. art. 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 You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, iTunes, or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on all three. There we go. Welcome back, Chuck Morrison. Thank you, sir. I missed you. Chuck, <laughs> I missed you. Um, wow. Rough week last week. Those that are catching us live again, um, The our good apologies. news is our Dave apologies. has regained uh, use of the left side of his face <laughs> from uh, Stroking the stroke out. that he had. It was rough. Uh, Rough. Everything went wrong. It was one of those perfect storms. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll do a quick recap on uh, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year because those that listened in live uh, probably missed the last few of them. But that's what we did last week is announce the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. The uh, winner will be announced on Super Bowl Saturday, the day before the Patriots win the Super Bowl. But um, who do we have, Barry, for the contenders for the Cigar of the Year? Well, we have, we'll start out. We'll go in alphabetical order. This way we don't play any prejudice to anybody on the list. We got Avo Synchro, Camacho American Barrel Age, Icon, Trademark, Midoro, Emerald Sickle, Perdomo Special Craft Series Pilsner, Tatuaje Veracu, Recluse Amadeus Habano, and as a bonus, the 2014 winner, B.G. Meyer Standard Issue. Now, have they opted to keep the Icon on that um, trademark? They haven't, but we've been doing it for brand awareness because two guys have sold it as icon for so long. Okay. Yeah, and the BG Maya was lashes. That's what we smoked. That is not part of the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Uh, it's part of the contenders pack for the Cigar of the Year, though, if you're interested in buying that contenders pack. Uh, you can go to thecigarauthority.com on the right-hand side. You'll see the contenders. You click on it. You'll get uh, the six contenders along with last year's Cigar of the Year. Uh, is it 49 I think 49.99. Okay. So uh, it's there if you're interested in doing it. 
There will be a web address uh, listed there where you can uh, give us your thoughts, uh, who you vote for, uh, and think uh, we should give consideration to to win um, the Cigar of the Year. And we're going to look for those votes along with lots of other criteria we got into last week uh, and come up with that answer beforehand. But uh, in the meantime, let's get to um, this week's uh, first cigar. And this is uh, part of the Cigar Authority Care Package that uh, for December. This is the first cigar we'll, uh, we'll light up to it. It is the uh, Roberto P. Duran Signature Series. Is that what I have here? That is correct. Okay. Um, it is a uh, probably a 50 ring gauge. Um. It is uh, 52. Yeah. Um, it is. We're smoking the 5 by 52. Some people in the care package got the 6 by 56. Uh, there wasn't one enough of one size for anybody to get it. Okay. To get the exact thing. So some of you are smoking a, bit, a little bit larger cigar. Okay. The 5 inch is the Rio Toa, and the 6 inch is the Tainos. All right, let's give it a cut and light and see what this is all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo. We got someone doubling up out there. There we go. (laughs) They cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered their price. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And what was excellent, I spent uh, a little time with uh, Nick and his lovely wife when I went to Miami. Uh, I went to their home. I went out to dinner with them. Then we went to a separate restaurant to have dessert. They know how to do it. They know how to live, man. Do they not know that you're on a diet? Well, And I have to say, you've been on this diet for the longest that I've ever seen you be on a diet. You started the first of the year with your New Year's resolution. And it fell apart at the end. It, it fell apart. It's not over yet. It fell apart on you don't Thanksgiving have to eat Day. This week. And then I gained five pounds. I lost a couple of those five pounds. I was up three. Then I went away. I gained eight this week. The and key is I'm the, getting depressed. The key, you don't have to get depressed. You just stop going to multiple restaurants for one meal. And I think that you'll have this licked. We, we did dessert. It was the bomb. That, you, hang on. Now, listen. I've seen how Nick Perdomo does dessert. He doesn't just order a slice of cake for everybody. He orders eight or nine desserts, and it he comes said, out in a tray. He says, what do you like, apple pie? He'll have an apple pie, and we're going to get this, this, this. <laughs> there were eight different kinds Tiramisu. of desserts. Tiramisu. It was it's everything. Nuts. It was everything, and everything was fantastic. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about fantastic, because I know about fantastic. You, the Vertigo slider is fantastic. Yeah, this is, this is the lighter, huh? This lighter does exist out in the world of lighters. Yeah, you've for, seen something to look like this. For $100, $99.99. Yeah. This bad, Larry, this triple jet, full metal jacket, flip-out bullet punch lighter is only $29.99. That's right, the Vertigo Slider. And uh, speaking of Nick Perdomo, he's the one that turned me on to Vertigo in the, in the first place. Well, there he the the Perdomo need. Cutter. That's it. So uh, he's the one that turned me on to it, and I thanked him there, and when we... Uh, Smoking cigars uh, with dessert because we went to a certain restaurant that had an outdoor thing where we could eat and smoke and kept cappuccinos and after-dinner drinks and um, lit up a Perdomo along with um, using the vertical lighter. So it's just like old times. That it is. <clears throat> Your mom must have been pretty pumped to be traveling with you. 
Yeah, I, I wanted her to see Art Basel, and we'll get into that uh, in the next hour of uh, some of the crazy stuff we saw there. But I wanted to see what it was like because I had done it before, uh, but um, I wanted her to see, and it is crazy. It is a crazy um, group of people for sure uh, from all around the world, very rich people. Uh, but very, very interesting. What was this, what's the story with the, the Trump Towers? Where, why was there a picture of her on Facebook standing in front of the Trump name? Because she was voting for Trump. Really? And yes. She I'm would, all right with that. She, and if he's not nominated, she will not vote. Well, That's what she said. That's how much she believes in that. We're not really a political show, but I will say this. If Trump ends up being the nominee, I will vote, and I will vote for him. I don't believe that he is the best choice, but he is better than anything on the other side, and that's all I'm going to say. All right. I don't really align myself with the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, but typically the Republican side tends to be closer to how I think. All right, this Roberto Duran cigar, very spicy in the nose. Spicy in the nose is what I'm getting from it. There's a lot, of, uh, there's a lot going on here. I'm getting it a little bit right down the middle of my tongue, and then it's appearing in the nose a little bit later. Yeah, that's the bulk of what I'm getting. So, Barry, tell us about it. Well, you hear it every week on the uh, Question of the Week, and the Roberto Duran Premium Signature combines the best quality tobaccos from Nicaragua and Latin America, and the blend is carefully balanced to perfection by a team of tobacco experts at Nica Tobacco Factory in Esteli, which is where all Duran cigars are made. And it's available in five sizes, and it features a Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper grown at their own plantation in Ecuador. Is all their tobacco their own, all their cigars their own tobacco, or they buy tobacco too? That I don't know if they buy some, but this wrapper is proprietary to them. They grow it at their own farm, um, but they have their own factory in Esteli. But I'm sure they buy some tobacco elsewhere. Uh, Pretty much almost everybody buys from Oliva, the tobacco company. Yeah, so we'll find out from them anyway. Um, All right, Chuck, I got the flavor for you. All right, brother, what do you got? All right, so you get uh, you get some string beans. Of course. And you, you steam them a little bit, so they soften subtly. You dip them in milk chocolate, and then you dip that concoction in almonds, and you have this cigar. It is almond chocolate covered string beans, lightly steamed. So you're saying it's verbal, vegetable? There's a little vegetable. Really? <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting nuttiness. Covered by the almonds, I believe. All in the nose. Yeah. It's an aromatic cigar to me, is all I got so far. Maybe a little cinnamon because my nose is kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm, get, I'm getting that. I didn't dare pronounce it, but I'm getting. Yeah, it. I I haven't smoked a cigar in over 24 hours now. Wow! Because I flew yesterday and got up and didn't bother having a cigar, and here it is over 24. So my palate is very clean for me. Yeah. To skip over 24 hours without a cigar is a long time for me. So this is part of uh, the cigar care package. The cigar care package is a four cigars per month little club you can belong to if you'd like to. Uh, all the cigars will be smoked on the show. Nineteen ninety nine per month. It includes free shipping. A lot of listeners requested a sample pack from from us to put something together. We thought cigars that we smoke on the show. So um, toward the end of each month, 
We will ship four cigars that will be featured on the Cigar Authority the, the, pre, the following month. And uh, we hope that you smoke the cigars along with us. That uh, if you listen to the podcast whenever you, or listen live or whatever it is, that you light up the cigar with us. And as we're talking about flavor components and things like that, uh, maybe you'll pick it up along with us. A little bit us. of string bean yeah. action. Yeah, I don't, steamed, I don't, I don't know about the string beans. And, and almonds. Yeah. Roasted almonds, by the way. Roasted okay. almonds. I'm cinnamony. Cinnamony. All in the nose. I want to say that again, that um, more is coming from the nose than anything else. Right in my face, right in the nose, like a Don Benigno cigar that's very um, aromatic, mostly in the nose. Uh, that's what's happening. Now, typically when I hear you talk about things being in the nose, it's the Lajero portion of the cigar. And I'm not detecting all that much strength, although full flavored. It's not a weak cigar for a light cigar. It looks like it's a light cigar. It's not weak by any means. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. So um, I, just a heads up on the cigar care package that goes out. So this is the December one. If you're looking to get somebody one for the holidays, looking for a, for a, for a Christmas gift, let me dare say the C word, a Christmas gift, um, you're going to have to write something out to them or something because you're going to have nothing to give to them because it's, it doesn't go out till the end of the month. Right. So that they receive it at the beginning of January. Um, so actually a, a tough gift unless you draw, draw something out of something. I don't think we have anything uh, to give you, Barry. Do we have anything? Right now, no. Yeah. There's no way to just send it so that they get it for Christmas and then? No, because it, this one is already out. We've lit the cigar. The other, it goes out. When you end up signing out and the package already shipped, you're not going to get it until the, to, until the next month. Uh, also, and there's been a rush on us. Um, we've been talking about the care package. They've been seeing the stuff they've been getting. Uh, we're getting up there. We're going to actually put the brakes on it soon uh, and call it quits for now. Uh, unless um, I've been begging you to do that for months now. Yes, unless some manufacturers literally want, since the first month want to uh, jump in and help us out when we we ship uh, cigars out because. This is one of those things, the more people we get, the more money we lose. Right. If we end up really being highly successful, we will go bankrupt. <laughs> it's, it's possible to... It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful so, thing. Oh, my God. It got so big, we ran out of money. You know? <laughs> I'm only going to do it so far. I mean, uh, that's that. So, um, so last week, right when we were having the issues, we were uh, talking to the guys from Cigars with, for Warriors. Yes. And... I have to hand it to you, David. If this was, say, even three years ago, possibly even two years ago, and we had those kind of technical difficulties during an interview, you may have physically got up out of your chair, vomited, gone in your office, and not talked to anyone well, anybody, for a week. Well, anybody, if you listen to it, Barry edited it. And if you listen to it, it doesn't sound as bad as it really was because there's about six minutes missing. From that. Right. And that was the real bad six minutes that ended up... Uh, you didn't swear? No. Nope. You stuck to your questions that you had written down? I couldn't hear him. You did the best you could <laughs> with what you had? I'm proud of you. I couldn't hear him, and, I, and everybody else could. Oh, it was tough. And you guys were busy moving knobs around and things, and I'm watching you, the, uh, you know, trying to pay attention to what I'm doing, but trying to say, what are you guys doing, too? Like, I, I bother doing that. I know that... Uh, Barry has been nonstop on the computer since the show started, assuming something's wrong. Yes. Right. 
because Chuck has not stood up at all, and he's looking, so something's wrong. And well, here, here's the deal, okay. and I figured it out, is we're live, we're broadcasting, but our audience isn't watching live yet because, and I figured this out, somehow our settings were changed inside of our Google account to central time. So the broadcast was scheduled to start at 12 noon central time. So it's an hour behind. So I'm not going to stop the broadcast. We're going to keep going here because this is being recorded. We're good. And at 1 o'clock our time, everybody will be able to see the show. And how does that get fixed? I just fixed it. I just uh, went into our settings. And it's it's funny. When we set up the show for Friday. Nothing's funny about it. No. no. (laughs) When we set up the show for Friday, it had us listed as Pacific type. So I switched us to New York Eastern type. Well, it was on Central. So I'm looking at it like, why, you know, we're live, broadcast is there, or what, Jack's actually uh, on a little bit early, so everything's working technically. I'm like, why isn't, why don't we have any viewers yet? So I brought up the YouTube page, and I, after refreshing the page numerous times, I'm looking at the clock on the screen, and it says 11 a.m., 11, 17 a.m., and I'm like, it's 12, so... Kind of put one and one together and realize yeah, it's somehow. You had to go there. Well, I'm just watching this craziness go around me. I'm trying to do the show, but I'm seeing everybody running around and, and not paying attention to what we're doing. And I throw a little something out at them, and I get a one-word answer back. And I throw something to them, and I'm like, all right, something. And I'm trying to pay attention and trying to do. But I know the world is crashing and burning around <laughs> me. So the long of it is our live audience is an hour behind us. Our, our Live audience is history. <laughs> after last week and after this week, our live audience is history. Of everything we've done for five years to build it up, it is gone. That so, is the long and short of it. Don't you believe it? I, uh, I have How to, many times would you go back on? Uh, none. None. I get aggravated pretty easy. Yeah, so that's it. So it is what it is. Well, we have. Our... I say it's the conspiracy of the anti-smoking movement sabotage. No, it's it's not checking all your work beforehand and making sure everything is is perfect before. There was lots of time in advance to make sure that the clock is right, but uh, usually you have the world clock showing. Well, I have my clock, and like mm-hmm. I said, it was an internal setting inside of our Google account for the Cigar Authority. Somehow that was changed from Eastern. Apparently, Barry said it was on Pacific and. Yeah. So you knew it was wrong, and a jump from Eastern to Pacific, and, and that no, problem well, happened no, this it's week. A, it's not so a, before we went on, we didn't look to see if that was correct, because you know it went wrong by itself. Because on my end, it was showing 12 o'clock New York, which to me, New York is Eastern time. Well, it is Eastern. It is. Yeah. It's not an obvious – it's a setting that's kind of buried. And like I said, the only reason I figured that out was just looking at the YouTube page, which says, you know, scheduled to start at 11 a.m. I'm like, what the heck is that? But – all right, so we start building customer one starting next week, maybe. <laughs> or possibly at 1 o'clock. We are days away from six years of, of this. Six years, and we can't couple, pull couple off of a podcast. A couple of months away. A couple of months away. Oh April God. 1st, Fool's Day. Yeah, April Fool's Day, and this is no joke. In six years, we can't pull a, a podcast off. Six years. Don't encourage him over there, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But do you, are you noticing as you stand here talking that it's it, something's odd, something's happening that's not good, but it's still, whatever, whatever. You know what I said last week, uh, Chuck? I can't throw the ball and catch it. I can't do both. You know who said that, right? Giselle, yes, speaking of Tom Brady. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. 
Just uh, like, but again, I mean, everything's podcast listeners are like, what the hell are they talking about? Mm-hmm. It's just our live, a live audience that is an hour behind us because somehow the time zone uh, settings were, were changed. And that was kind of buried. But hey, it's, it's fixed. I mean, it's not really, uh, it's a muted point. But we're, we're good. We're, I mean, we're, <laughs> well, again, moving. our podcast listeners are like, what is, you know. Moving right along, moving right uh, along. We had a question of the week last week, brought to us by Duran Cigars, and uh, I believe Barry has that. Yep, it's time for question of the week, brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, "What are you smoking?" the answer should be Duran. <coughs> Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week we asked you to weigh in on your vote for Cigar of the Year. And it seems like of the 1,000 people who voted, and there were only a handful of write-in votes that totaled less than 20, they agreed with us for our contenders. Nice. By the way, those write-in votes were LaFleur Dominicana Lenox and Tatuaje TAA 2015. And as we went through it last week, neither of those cigars would be eligible because they're... one's a limited edition and yep. one is limited production. Correct. Right, and that's the reason why. Two, two good choices, no doubt about it. But they were not in there because of that reason. And the leading vote-getter was by a landslide with Recluse Amadeus Habano receiving 57% of the vote coming in at number two. Wow, so two. over 1,000 people voted, mm-hmm. and 57% of those, which is 570 people, yeah. said Recluse Amadeus. You wouldn't even th- – that was the littlest known brand. What's interesting about that is some of our staff, you know, they, they can smoke anything they want in the shop for free. And I've been smoking those because it's in the contenders pack, and I'm kind of trying to make up my mind between several of the cigars, and that's one of them. And I've asked them to smoke it. And these are guys, leather-tongued dudes, smoking that cigar going, wow, did not see that coming. You think it... You think it had anything to do with that was the cigar I was smoking during on the show last week? Although nobody was listening because nobody... We went off the air at that point, but... I don't believe that was the cigar you were smoking last week. Hang on. I have it in my notes right here. Okay. You were smoking the Perdomo Special Craft Series, so no... Oh, nothing to do with nobody you. smoked that. You know nobody. what I did? After the show, that's the cigar I lit up in the office yes, immediately. Yes, you did when you were trying to calm yourself Just down from your down. stroke. Yes. And I didn't have a stroke. So <laughs> see what that did? See that, folks? Cigar I, smoking can save you. In I the, saved me. I saved myself. And yep. rounding out the top three are Avo Synchro and Trademark Maduro. Um, this week I had a few people call me at the mail order division of Two Guys Cigars. Uh, and they asked me for some recommendations on smaller cigars with the cold weather. So this week, we ask you, does the cold weather change the size of the cigar you smoke, or do you continue with your regular smoking choices? Um, You can weigh in on that on the Cigar Authority. The question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars, and on just below the advertisement, you can make your vote, and when the question is asked, what are you smoking?, the answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference. And we're experiencing it right now. We're smoking Roberto P. Duran's uh, Signature Series Cigar. I'm liking the cigar. I always like the cigar anyway. Uh, and I believe there was a box or two of these in the care package that went out to Cigars for Warriors. Yes. Of the 21,000-plus cigars they have received, right? Yes. Barry, they have them. They received them they on received Thursday. Them. All right. So they have them. And uh, now they're going to send them out, so there'll be 
plenty of time for Christmas for our warriors out there. Don't forget, if you want to donate yourself personally, cigarsforwarriors.org. Cigarsforwarriors.org. And um, you send them cigars or money because they could use money. $6,000 a month in shipping. Just shipping charges. So you can help in that way if, if you want to do it. But if you're going through your humidor at home and the cigars... In good shape, they're nice cigars, but maybe you don't care for them anymore, or you got them somewhere and stuff. Yeah, you know, these put them aside, or I don't know what I'll do with them, and you want to give them to some friends. I got the perfect friends to give them to. The guys that stand in line and get shot at so that you can have the freedoms we have in this country, give to them, right? Talk 100%. about a friend. Absolutely. Who's a bigger friend than that? You know what? And if, uh, if for whatever reason you're not going to do that and you happen to see an officer work in a detail, maybe, uh, maybe he would like a cigar because first responders, they like, they like little downtime. It's talk like about, a little vacation. Talk about a friend that would take a bullet for you. And do take bullets. Right. They take bullets for you. You see all this horror that's happening in here. So what are our thoughts on the um, Roberto Duran signature cigar right now? What kind of nuts go into pralines? Is that pecans? With the sweetness thing on it, I think yeah. it's pecans. You know, a little, you, little pecan gonna, pie going I'm a, on I'm going to give you a little ring on that. Huh? I'm going to give you a little with the sweetness and the pecans. You know, in the uh, Barry in New York, they, they have them, they're heating them up in the thing, and they add sugar, and they're Isn't doing it on the pralines? street. Chestnuts are usually on the street. No, I the know, little hot. by the yeah. open fire. That's a song. Yeah, I've never seen pecans in the Yes, and they, put the, and they put the sugar in, and oh, they okay. make the thing, and then they put it in a little cone. And they pour it in. You don't know what? No, I've never seen really? that. Really? Oh, it's not I, a real New Yorker. But then again, I avoid pecans because of hives. Really? You get hives? If I you get hives it? from a few different types of nuts, including Jonathan. No. Really? Um, just joking on the Jonathan part. <laughs> He's never had my nuts in his mouth. No, that sugary pecan thing, I get it. I get it. I think you got something there. You're smoking it along with us. What do you think? You tasting that? That New York City in the little <laughs> cone, the sugar on the pecan? New York City. New York City. There's definitely some pecans, though. I know what they taste like. So what uh, happens to you? Do you, you hives all the way up to your head? No, all over my back and my yeah. arms. And Next week, we're going to do a pecan tasting. Nice. And just see what happens to Barry. <laughs> wow. Yeah? Just wow. Just to see what happens. Just, just wow. Yeah. Chuck, anything? You're not even enjoying yourself over there. I'm just stressing, brother. <laughs> ah. and I, I'm doing some research. Apparently... Um, I, I, I'm not deflecting responsibility by any stretch because it's on me, but it sounds like there was some kind of um, code slash hack within Google accounts for this to, for this to occur um, with Hangouts. Where so the, change, the, the time zone setting to change kind of unexpectedly um, through some kind of... Well, it happened to us twice. Gmail error. So I would say next week we'll check that before we go in the air, but you won't be here next week. It's a whole nother game. I'm also going to change the password just in case it was a hack. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's a technical glitch on Google's end that, it, that we're not the only broadcaster to have this happen on a Hangout. All right, let's take a break so I can yell at you uh, off the air. When we come back, he is part of the Duran Cigar sales and marketing team. But before that, he was the real man, men of genius, the real man of genius. And um, my how, how times have changed. Jack Tarano joins us. From Miami, and we're live here in New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. (laughs) 
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
Nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the Food Dominicana Cigar Studios. We may be back. I'm not sure if we're back yet, but you're listening to the Cigar <laughs> Authority, a weekly broadcast once in a while. Uh, over five years running, almost six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Today, he went from an advertising executive to working with his family at Tarano Cigars, but today he is with Duran Cigars, Jack Tarano. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, Jack. Are you there? Oh, Jack, you got to turn your mic on, buddy. No, this is when <laughs> this is when I start to sweat. Yes, go ahead, Jack. And we checked this before too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we checked it. You so. got him, Jack. Hello. There hey. you are. Amen. You know, I just. I just, my defense, sent Barry that said, are you guys controlling my money? I said, yes. And usually we do. Usually we got you on mute so you don't talk during the commercials. So I guess it was both. So I'm hearing uh, the sound going through. Just a little so bit of a loop there. We got a, a loop bit. happening. So, uh, Jack, we're smoking the Duran Signature Cigar. Tell us about it. Uh, the Duran Signature is our uh, top-of-the-line uh, premium cigar we put out uh, a couple of years ago um, at the 2014 trade show in Vegas. Yep. Uh, it's our, our highest uh, our highest quality wrapper that we grow in Ecuador, and it's got a little uh, Nicaraguan binder filler and a few other Latin American uh, countries. And uh, So you grow it in Ecuador? We grow the wrappers. We, we have wrapper fields in Ecuador. We uh, source out... Uh, a lot of our fillers. So you okay. don't grow all your tobacco. You, you source some we, of it. We yeah, we don't grow all our tobacco. But uh, hopefully uh, hopefully that'll change. But again, you know, our farm is in Ecuador. We don't want to be growing everything in it. Yeah. So. Do, do you sell tobacco? We do. We do. Actually, uh, the Olivas and uh, Placencia and a lot of the others buy a lot of our wrappers. I mean, I think we only keep 10, 20% for our consumption. Wow. The rest is sold. And uh, this particular wrapper, there's something special to this? This is the, the our Ecuador Habano Criollo wrapper. And, I mean, it's got the, a beautiful Colorado color to it. Uh, uh, it really, uh, really comes to life in the sunlight. And, uh, and uh, it's kind of funny because the picture in the brochure gives it that beautiful color. And then you kind of see it, and, you, uh, and, and it doesn't look that way until you get it out into that sunlight and it really comes to life. It's okay. uh, just a, a beautiful so wrapper. Is Nica tobacco where the cigars are produced? Is that in Ecuador or is that in Nicaragua? That's in Esteli. That's okay. in Esteli, Nicaragua. And uh, yeah, that's our factory down there. 
Now, in doing some research for this interview, Jack, because I wanted to be able to ask you some questions that maybe we hadn't asked you before, um, as I understand it, Roberto himself planned on being a banker when he was about 22 years old, but was counseled against it while smoking, of all things, a Cuban Davidoff number one. But what I find interesting is that his life in cigars was only very brief in Cuba. What brought him to Hong Kong? You know, I think I think he was just sent to Hong Kong to kind of um, work the Cuban market over there and and, and and open Habano stores, is from what I understand. And um, and he did that for years before going to Canada, and then uh, eventually left the uh, the Cuban cigar industry and and worked for uh, British American Tobacco for a while before about five years ago, deciding he wanted to kind of start his own brand and. Um, and started with buying uh, buying into the farm in Ecuador and then the factory. And then about three years ago, or is it four years ago, he came out with the Azan brand. 2012, yeah. And now the Azan brand has ties to an old Cuban brand. Exactly. The Azan brand is, uh, is uh, the heritage, the family of his wife, Isa, and um, her, her, they, they migrated to Cuba from, from China. Uh, in 19 in the 20s and in 28 they opened the Azan factory which is still there today uh, just making cigars for the the Cuban government but it was uh, from 28 to the revolution the Azan factory was part of Isa's family and uh, and 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 that name kind of died with the revolution um, and Roberto resurrected it uh, as as his brand. Yeah, 1938, uh, the Azan family won the national lottery, and they invested all their money into building yeah. this state-of-the-art factory, which does still stand. And uh, in 1959, the factory was lost in the Cuban re- uh, Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what happens down there. So this is an evolving cigar, I'll tell you, in flavors. And we're, we're talking as we go along because um, we, ha- we have included it in the care package. So there's uh, three, 400 people out there actually smoking the cigar with us at the same time. And um, what I'm getting here, very solid right now, is Red Hot Fireballs. You know, the big, hot okay, fireballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got the sweetness, yep. you got the cinnamon. Definitely. That, that's what I'm getting on it. Fireballs, I like that. It is. It's, it's just like that. And, uh, you can top the string beans that uh, Jonathan Yeah, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't getting the string beans. You oh, were, you were you listening, were that. Huh? Uh, But Red Hot Fireball is, is um, what's happening here. But a lot of flavor, a lot of taste, a lot of aroma that I'm bringing, bringing up. Uh, more aromatic than, than yeah. even flavor, uh, right in the nose. Dynamite is, cigar. Dynamite. It's just an amazing uh, morning-afternoon cigar. It's... It's it's not it's it's probably falls a little under medium, but it's just got for a cigar that falls in that in that uh, strength profile. It's just full of flavor and transitions amazingly. All right. So speaking of transition, you've transitioned over the years. You're now with uh, uh, Duran Cigars for a year now. About fourteen months, fifteen months. Okay. How's things going? Things are going great. Um, we, we've we've had a a, a really interesting. Uh, year we've, I mean, the year started with us being just probably under 150 retailers, and we we passed the 500 mark at the, oh, at the trade nice. show. Nice. So we're getting the we're getting the cigar um, into into the shops, and then 2016 is going to be geared more into continuing that, but also um, brand awareness to consumers because because uh, uh, we don't want to grow too far artificially. We want to we want to make sure our, our cigars are asked for and, and requested in stores. And and uh, and I, I think our growth kind of uh, 
that that fell behind a little bit with our growth. We have a we have a massive ad campaign beginning uh, in January in Cigar Aficionado and uh, in social media, and I, I think you guys are going to really uh, get a kick out of the ad campaign. It's got a little humor. It's uh, some, something unlike uh, like your your normal cigar ad, which got is a little somebody- Jack Tarano in it. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing that and, and seeing your your. Uh, uh, what you think is funny in there, and you're a funny guy, so uh, it'd be. I'll different. tell you. I'll tell you. I, you know, we 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 tapped into a, a company out of Chicago called the Distillery Project that I've known for about 20 years, and uh, the guy that runs that was the head of Leo Burnett. Uh, and uh, my contribution to this ad was, why don't you guys try humor? That <laughs> nice. was, uh, <laughs> oh, really? Okay. That was my contribution, and then I just, you know, we were we were looking at more serious ads, and at the end of that meeting, Roberto and I had flown up to Chicago, and at the end of that meeting, I just said, why don't you try humor? And Roberto was dead set against it in the beginning, and then when this humor campaign, it's going to be three different ads rotated throughout the year, and uh, and uh, really funny, really funny, really clever, really, uh, I think it's going to be something completely different and, and, and talked about in this industry. These are print ads? Print ads, print ads, and cigar aficionado. When will we see the first one? January. January. Uh, okay. We just sent final. We just sent final artwork uh, on Thursday, so it's it's all set to go. And uh, Jack, and- the the last time we chatted, you you were talking about po- the possibility of altering some of your sizes and moving them to closer to what the American smoker is used to, and separating some of the sizes, making them truly different. <laughs> Uh, since your roller specialized in making just one size per pair, does that make the task of changing what sizes are being made more difficult? Wow. Um, too deep? Did I go too deep there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I think when you get into real specialized uh, sizes, uh, it, it's limited to the pairs. But I think I think pairs can make. Uh, Robustos and Toros and 660s. I think when you start getting into the the Figurado, Figurados and those, then 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 it's then it's more limited and uh, and like the Salomon we put out for Santo that that really really uh, we got a lot of great feedback on and and uh, that that was limited. Santo rolled all three thousand sticks. I, um, I don't think we we didn't want anybody and we didn't uh, we didn't seek out anybody else to help roll. But uh, I, you know, we're we're going to have a, a new a new um, a new Santo cigar coming out for the show next year. But it's going to be uh, he's not going to roll them all. It won't be a limited run. It'll be a, a, a just a, a regular production line, and uh, and uh, it's uh, we may have trouble getting Roberto into Nicaragua with all the problems. Uh, not Roberto. I'm sorry, uh, Santo into Nicaragua with all the problems going on with immigration. Have you finalized the blend yet on that new cigar? We have not. We're working on it. We're currently working on it. We have our national uh, sales meeting in in Nicaragua, January the week of the eighteenth, and uh, we'll be in Nicaragua and we'll we'll finish off some blends there. We also uh, grew a lot of Connecticut wrapper last year and uh, came out spectacular. So we will uh, look for a Connecticut blend from us at the show. Oh, good. Will there be a shade wrapped Big Jack? Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Now, as I as I understand it, the Big Jack is selling very well, and uh, I I, I want to be like you, Jack. So I, I took the time to come up with a couple of names. If you did come out with a Connecticut Big Shack that you might like, if you if you don't mind me me uh, giving it a try here, how do you feel about uh, 
schoolboy crush, cut the cake, or pick up the pieces. Those could be three different names for the Big Jack Connecticut. Oh, you must have seen my post about the average white man. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Because we, we could also go clap for the wolf man, American woman, rain dance. I mean, we could go guess who or average white band. And, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to that average white band CD. I've been driving my wife crazy every time she gets in a car. That, that's the type of music I love, by the way. I, I love the horns. Uh, that's my music. That is my music for sure. Dave, I, Dave, I heard you were in Miami enjoying a little Art Basil. Well, I was in Miami at Odd Basil. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you weren't there last night. Some woman got stabbed. Uh, I know. Heard. She, she got heard. an exacto knife in the throat. Oh. Was yeah. it an actual woman or was it... it was yes. Two women. Two women yeah. getting in a fight. Yeah, there was yeah, half, no, half and half. So. Woman, they got an exacto knife and went after her. Yeah, exacto knife in the throat. Yeah. So it, it was wild. It's a wild, uh, wild thing to see. Uh, you talk about money that's out there. Holy God. The the cabs were uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz, uh, brand-new Mercedes-Benz for cabs and uh, more uh, jets down in uh, Miami than uh, private jets than anywhere in the world. There's some money. Yeah. When you think you're doing good, you go down to Miami for that, and then you say, oh, my God, i got to get back to work, make some money. Cause that, you, got a, you got a private jet, don't you, Dave? No, I do not. No, I do not. not Barely even has a private car. Right. <laughs> you, need to, you need to give away the lease on a private jet for one year at one of your events. That I would be that good. Would be what does that cost? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I can assure you that Roberto's not going in on that with you. There we go. <laughs> All right. There we go. Hey, I see, uh, I see you guys have new travel carton packs coming out. Are those going to be out for Christmas? Uh, they're out. They've been out. Uh, we put those out uh, last year. As a matter of fact, the brand, the Azan Burgundy, that does well at your shop, uh, uh, we have a five-pack of the Chico's that uh, has been selling like hotcakes. That brand is uh, – that, that little pack is doing really good. The, re- the, the signature line has a, a three-pack, two three-packs, a little Puntica and the Rio Toa that you guys are smoking. And uh, and uh, we're we're hoping to you know they're, they're, we we kind of geared them toward um, the travel retail industry, but uh, but a lot of brick and mortars are uh, are are we they come in a little nice little uh, cardboard uh, stand up that uh, that you can keep on your uh, counter and uh, and they've been selling really well for us. All right, so are you on the road? I do. Are you on the road seeing retailers, or are you spending your time in the office? I am on the road. I, I we just wound down. It was funny because I trip. I booked the trip to to go up there to kind of see you guys and some other retailers. Um, this week I would have been up there. Oh wow! And the day after I booked the flight, uh, an email goes out from uh, Miguel. Uh, you you know Miguel sure. Miguel, our national sales director, Roberto. That you know. You know the year is winding down, kind of, and and as you guys know, you know it's 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 time for you guys to end and close your books, and there's not a lot of buying going on right now, and uh, sort of stay close to home. Sure. Uh, for for December, stay close to home, and I'm like, geez, I just booked this flight, so uh, American Airlines was able to change it to me, so I'll be up there January 13th through the 16th. Oh my! Nice. You know what gets very cold up here January 13th to the 16th. I'm going to write that down to make sure I'm around. Chicago for 15 years. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. Especially since I know I'll be leaving. Right, (laughs) right. Good place to visit, but let me get the hell out of there. What I will say about Miami, I was happy to get the hell out of there. The traffic, I never seen anything like it. Well, you're not going to see that in New Hampshire. Oh, my God. I mean, it was uh, 15 miles. took me two and a half hours at rush hour. 
Yeah, well, you went nice. the wrong way. Oh, I went the way the GPS told me to do, but and it seemed everybody else was going the same way I was going because two and a half hours, I was like out of my mind. I just couldn't deal with it. It's just crazy. But you flew, I, in, you flew into Miami or Fort Lauderdale? I flew into Fort Lauderdale. Okay. That was, that was the way to go anyway and stay at those hotels because the hotels in the Miami area were eight $900 per night. Wow. And That's everything close. was booked. You couldn't even get one if you wanted to spend eight 900 per night. So it was, yeah. it was crazy. Um, uh, so uh, we hear of uh, exotic locales for this year's sales meeting for you guys. Is that what you're doing? Esteli, Nicaragua. Oh, that isn't too exhausted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, going up there, uh, we're going up there on January 18th. The week of January 18th, we'll be there Monday through Friday uh, at, the, at, the, at the factory and, and enjoying Esteli a little bit. All right. So the the people in the know, the people in the know in the industry uh, know who you guys are. It seems that like you're getting a lot of attention. Uh, I talk to other retailers and stuff; they're paying attention. But uh, it is something I think you're making a good move trying to get the attention of the consumer because you guys your your portfolio is fantastic. From um, you know, I, I'm going to call them low end cigars, but they're not. They're low end in price, like the Azan, <laughs> low end in price. But an awesome cigar, and then and then getting up to the cigar we're smoking now, which we're looking at a ten dollar about and up, a ten dollar size, yeah, ten dollar yeah. and up cigar in the Duran. Um, where, where are you seeing the action happening with with your company? Uh, you know, you know. Again, I think I think uh, our our goal for twenty sixteen is to get get consumer awareness to our brand. Yeah. I think we we've we're really big in the Midwest. We're 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 solid in Florida, Texas, uh, a lot of areas that we're not. The Carolinas, the Mid Atlantic, um, the Northeast. We need to grow a little bit. Um, but as growing those stores, we have to. We also have to grow. I mean, listen, it, it, it's the, the goal is to help you guys sell our cigars, and and if the if the people don't know about it, they're not going to come in and ask for it. And and there's plenty of options out there that they're going to ask for. So we got we got to build it. Yeah, I haven't noticed a shortage in our ability to be able to order and going from 150 stores up to crossing the 500 mark has to have put a tax on your factory. How are you keeping up with this new demand? I mean, the factory went from, I think, a couple of years ago, making 300, 300,000 cigars to we're going to do close to a million, a little over a million sticks this year. And nice. it's it's uh, it's. It's you know it's it's a big balance to to get a factory to triple uh, right. to more than triple its its, uh, its output and and not have quality control suffer. So and you're not we're, we're, it's not so much that you can't get the cigars rolled, but really it's about sourcing the tobacco at that point. Any of those tobaccos that you don't grow, you've got to be yeah. able to source. That's got to be an undertaking in and of itself. Well, you know we 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 have enough of it that that that'll get us through the next few years. Beautiful. So we, we're, we're we're okay there. Um, we we definitely when we source we we source to to keep the line going for a while, not for not not for just an order. So so yeah. hopefully, uh, well, hopefully that, the qual- that continues. Yeah, the quality is has continued. You know, we especially smaller companies when the new order of Asagas come in, the first thing we do is open it up and just check and see, and knowing the growth that you have and then trying it. And I would say, not that there was anything wrong with it, but it, it actually has improved your, your cigar. Each time I smoke it is better. I'm smoking this cigar now, and it's the best uh, Durant cigar yeah. I've smoked yet, and I've smoked them all the way through. It seems to be getting better, not worse. Well, thank you, and we, we love getting that feedback. So, so uh, 
We're trying. We're trying. So any uh, any new and exciting scoops that you can give us? Because we are always looking to pull something out of people. You know, don't get yourself fired, but maybe a stern talking to. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe this this question will be good after the uh, after the national sales meeting because uh, I'll have maybe I'll have a scoop then. All right. Know. What are the dates of your sales meeting? January thirteenth yeah. or sixteenth? That's eight, when he'll eight, be here. Oh, eight. yeah. I, I I'm in Boston. I'm in your area, the 13th through the 16th. I come home for one day, and then I'm off to Nicaragua for the rest of that week. Oh, so you're not going to come here with the information from the show. I like when you come right back from it, and you're all juiced up with all the uh, new stuff, but okay. No, I'm not. uh, But at least if you think of some questions, you can can hit me uh, me with them when I'm up there, and I'll... uh, uh, I'll make sure to, to keep you guys in the loop. Big, bigger sizes on the Azan uh, Burgundy is what, I would, is what I would ask for. Yeah, we got the we Toro. Put, we put out a Toro. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we put out a Toro. Um, I mean, that's something we'll talk about. Um, we're, you know, we, we want to make sure that blend translates to the 660s of the world. Or, well, that's the know. next step that I was going to go. You need a Churchill now, and you need a 660, and, it, and then you've got it complete with Robusto Toro, Churchill, and the Higante size, yeah, and now you're covered. I would think keeping the sweetness of the Zahn Burgundy in a 60 would be a challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, as we went up with the, uh, the Nea F8, keeping the strength as we went up in size has become really, uh, really difficult. Yeah, you chew and, up an awful lot of Lajero, which is an expensive um, proposition. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And we're trying to keep that in the six to eight dollar range and the, the big jack is seven is seven ninety five, eight bucks. And uh to keep that cigar uh strong is uh has been uh has been quite a challenge. How's it going with the big jack? It's selling well? Selling really well. You know, it, again, some stores can't give away a seven seventy or now they got eight eighties and, and up and uh and other stores do really well with them. Um the stores that do really well with them, um you know, there's a store in Arizona, Brad Burko's shop in Arizona, that, that sells a, a, a crap load of 770s and, uh, and and the Big Jacks. And there's certain stores across the country that, that are doing well with it. And, you know, we don't produce a lot of it. So, so, so uh, we're on back order quite a bit with it. Yeah. You're going to see, uh, you're going to come up to the Northeast in January. And there's not a lot of people going to be looking for a 770 because it's cold outside. And it's yeah. going to be, it's a three-hour investment uh, in time to actually uh, smoke that. So uh, the Durant question of the week uh, next week, is it, Barry? That's Did- correct. We asked it this week. We'll have the results next week if people smoke a smaller, shorter cigar in the cold weather. Now, we broadcast around the world, so uh, I wonder if some way, Barry, we could put uh, where are you mm. uh, and, and to somehow track to see um, if, you know, somebody in Arizona, mm. that it's, it's their um, – their best time, actually, that things cool off. It's not uh, over 100 degrees down there, and it's actually the perfect time to smoke a cigar outside where it's the exact opposite here. Uh, you're saying Texas is big cigars. i got to imagine they're going to be big cigars right now in Texas, Arizona, California, uh, Florida. This will be the smoking season, really, because yeah, right. it's not so hot out. But. I could check the geogra- I could track the geographic location. By them without even saying but, it. Right. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, so uh, well, what we, we've seen a little bit of a of, of a boost in that that Chico five pack that I told you about the little Chicos. Yes, what they size? What size are those? 
they're 30, uh, they're like four and a half or five by 36, 34. So petite Corona. Tiny. Yeah, petite Corona. It's good. It's good. And, uh, and, um, and, and that's a big, a big cold weather seller up there. So a lot of, a lot of stores up there are stocking up on those. So. All right, very good. Jack Tarano, thank you for everything. Thanks for uh, still supporting the Cigar Authority. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see you are doing good your first year in, and uh, I expect uh, much bigger things. Looking forward to your um, uh, new advertising campaign to come out and add a little uh, comedy to our cigar world, which wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> well, thank, thank you guys, man. You guys have been uh, amazing this year, and... Uh, and the Cigar Authority, two guys have been have been have been really uh, really great to us, and uh, and we appreciate it. And we hope for bigger, better things next year. And uh, and uh, hopefully everybody will be on board. I promise. I promise. Okay, that's Jack Tarano. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we have new cigars to fire up, and uh, that came in uh, as a gift to us. We're going to uh, light up. Uh, and let them know what we thought of it. It came in as a gift, and we're going to fire it up and uh, let you know uh, what happened there. I spent a couple of days at Art Basel with Davidoff down in Miami. Uh, I got my culture on, but I couldn't go to the bathroom. I'll explain that and why when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last hour and you happen to be smoking your Roberto P. Duran Signature Series, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed both 65 million years in the making uh, that may be wrong well, i'm going with it anyway action adventure and bromance that's right bromance united cigar available in natural or maduro available only at appointed united cigar retailer shops nationwide rated d for delicious under 18 not admitted even with a parent united cigars you don't have to choose smoke them both Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, 
The collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of Jake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Ray. The authority on everything cigar. Shut your In. Get used to And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. I spent a couple of days in Miami with Davidoff at the Art Basel of Miami. And the first thing I enjoyed the most since returning was going to the bathroom. I'll explain that. We have cigar news. We're going to light up a brand new cigar. And Old Fat Freddy and more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, YouTube, or iTunes where you can set it and forget it on all three. We got Don Brennan from Cigar City here in the audience with us. It is an array of people that showed up because they can't watch it live, so they might as well uh, so show he up. So he obviously got in his car when he couldn't yes. watch it live and came <laughs> Drove in Drove all the way down. So technical difficulties, as usual, here on the Cigar Authority. But welcome back, everybody. We're going to light up the second cigar of the day, and this is something that came into mail to us as a little gift and a little uh, uh, I want you to try this cigar. And I uh, sent a whole box to us, so isn't this nice? Very nice. This is the uh, Cafe 1901 Sumatra Blend Torpedo. This is a 65 by 54 from Dr. Gabby Caffey. Uh, let's take one, pass it around. And I think we have enough for our audience here, too. So if you want to, uh, uh, Chuck, grab Thank that you. and uh, pass them out if you could. Absolutely. And uh, what do we know about this, Barry Stein? Well, the Cafe 1901 Sumatra is highlighted by a Colorado shade that is grown in Ecuador. The binder is from the Reyes family farms in Danley, Honduras, while the filler is a blend from the Dominican Republic as well as Honduras. It's made at Tabacalera Puros Alidos, and it's available in four sizes, ranging from $7 to $8.50. Puros Aliados. Puros Aliados. This is the people that made Puros Indios, their factory, and uh, they're doing some amazing things down there. They, they were hot there for a lot of years in the 90s, kind of disappeared for a while, and now uh, 
Caffey is uh, making his cigar there, and I'll tell you, when I smoked his first cigar, I was amazed by it. I never would have guessed uh, it was a, a Honduran to begin with. Um, but uh, now here's their new thing, a Sumatra blend of it uh, in the torpedo. So let's You're saying it. this is a shade? That's what, that's what it said in their press release. Really? It's awful dark. I don't know if it's shade grown or the sh- it's the shade of Colorado. Ah, Colorado shade. All right. It's the shade of Colorado. I'm sure that's what they're saying. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't say shade grown, just yes. Colorado shade. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a torpedo, so let's give it a cut and light. Right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we uh, have not even tried the cigar. This is a full box, untapped into. I don't like to do that in case we don't like it, but uh, he said to do it, so we're doing it. Yes. He believes in it. He believes in it. Here's a surgeon that left the surgical trade to start his own cigar company. I'll tell you, right off the bat, the cold draw is salada tea. You open up the box of salada tea, you take a whiff, and that's the taste coming off the cold draw here. I got Oprah chai tea. Oprah chai Chai tea. Chai tea. So you're still with the tea. She came out with her own brand, and I just did that to poke a little fun in Jonathan. Okay. I don't know what that, Oprah. that means. <clears throat> Oprah. Oprah's own tea. Gotcha. Tea. Well, we're going to light this uh, Oprah-laden tea cigar (laughs) with the Vertigo Slider. This is a triple jet, full metal jacket, flip-out punch. And yes, I know what you're wondering. Does this feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank? Yes, it does. What's the price, you ask? (coughs) $29.99. This is a good one. You're looking for a gift for Christmas. This is the one because... It's going to appear to be $100. Yeah, you buy two, and you're still $30 ahead of the game. You get one for yourself, and you get one for your buddy. Different colors, so you don't get them confused. Yeah, this is a uh, nice lighter that's anywhere else $100. So uh, really a good, good for yourself, but if you like to get a gift that has a high perceived value, this is the one, the slider. And when you tip it with some lighters, you go to light the, your cigar, and the lid heats up. And then you've got to close the lid. This has the automatic closing feature. Yes. So that you don't have it. to set yourself on fire. Burn your thumb. Remember the time you did that with the, uh, the Churchill version of this? It has the, the flanges on it to change color. And you well, I wish the lids close it. on a, all these lighters moved, and, and some of theirs do, move to uh, further than, um, you know, goes back even further. So Because the, the, the lids do heat up with, with that jet. The word you're looking for is beyond vertical. Beyond vertical. So my initial flavor on this is the wafer from an ice cream sandwich. From an ice cream sandwich, the, 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 um, the cookie, chocolate? The cookie, cookie? part. Yep. The chocolate. See, I'm with you with the ice cream, but I'm getting waffle cone. This is waffle cone all day long. It reminds me of a Carvel flying saucer cookie. The cookie part of the Carvel ice cream cone. Who else has taste like this? Nobody. <laughs> Not even me. You're saying it like it's Not a good thing. Not even me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, they planted your mind, and the cold draw was a tea-like mm. cold draw. The waffle cone thing or the um, chocolate cone from uh, the cookie, the cookie pot, the chocolate cookie from an ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. 
You know what we're going to be having for lunch now, Barry? Ice cream sandwiches. I have to stop because I you am have gain- to stop. I'm, I'm gaining weight, man. Jeez. I can't go away. I can't go away anymore. You're going to have to buy a second scale. I just go out of out of control. All I know is on Thursday you needed to be with us in Nashua because we were talking about the great candy cakes of our time. The Yankee Doodles, the Devil Dogs, yeah. the Chocodiles. Yeah. You I like that, that you crappy, crappy cake stuff. I like packaged mm. cakes. Not a fan. No? Not a fan. Yeah, and the cream inside that's really sugar and flour or whatever mm. it is, but it's so good. Yankee Doodle. Yankee, Yankee doodle. doodle. And the Sunny Doodle. The, the uh, Always looking for the Sunny Doodle. You're always looking for the Sunny Doodle. If I never eat a Sunny Doodle as long as I live, I'll be okay with it. It's the Holy Grail now, of Doodles. you went down to Art Basel. I did. With Davidoff. Yes. How many other retailers did you see while you were down there? None. What? None. I think I was the only one. I don't know where that came from or anything. I expected to see other retailers. <coughs> and I looked around, and uh, I was the only one, I think. A lot of people, but you would expect. Yeah, because they had, you know, a, a thing in the Biotanical Gardens where a Davidoff store was set up there, and you'd go there and have cigars and something to drink or whatever, and I did that a few times, and uh, there were no other retailers. No kidding. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they had, um, you know, other people from around the world sure. uh, that were there that, that weren't retailers either, though, that would have, have something to do with uh, their, their other businesses and things like that, but... Uh, Notice I any, think, and I wanted to be asked to go. I was any great. extra tightness in security? Did you get the extra pat down? Uh, I mean, we've had a lot of uh, terrorism activity going on. No, it seemed normal. It seemed uh, the normal same pat down. I did get the pat down. I appreciate it, too, I want to say. <laughs> I appreciate it. You volunteer for yes, it. It's I not do. like they say, we're going to pat you down. You say, could I please have the him. pat down? Can I have like, him? I'd like him. Strap <laughs> <laughs> uh, your gloves on, Sonny. You're going no. for a ride. So this is a big art show that people all around the world go to. And artsy people, you know, I don't want to put them all into one type of thing, but uh, there's an eclectic bunch, to say the least. Um, the way they dress, the way they act, the way um, they have the different art. And it's not just a painting on the wall. It, it's, you know. There was some 3D stuff you took pictures of. Yeah, there's three apples that hanging from a string with a ball next to it. And it's a million dollars. And you know it's going to last about a week because the, the apple's going to rot and that's going to be it. That's Hot part dogs. Of, and That's part of the art, though. That's, yeah. As the apple wilts. Broken glass that's. It's put on to something, and people standing around and talking about it and looking at it for a long, long time, and you know, listening to them. Did stuff sell while you were sell. there? Sell. People were spending millions and billions of dollars, and um, people would be standing there. And the ones that you know, there's every language, but the ones that are speaking English, you know, I'd like try to overhear what they're saying about it because I don't know what this is. And a guy looking at it and say, "This is a blue blue, blue chip, chip right here." This is a blue chip stock. In other words, this mess, whatever it was, sitting there, this is going to be worth a lot more later on. This is the one you should buy. The one Big with, money. The one with the balloons. Crazy, crazy stuff. I didn't get it. I don't get it. And I got to say, I don't get it. And, uh, um, you know, every once in a while, there'd be, you know, some sort of painting or something that is a picture of a person or something. And I'd say, oh, the guy did a good job. You know, the nose looks well, like a nose or whatever. there's... 
with the portrait stuff, you look at the Mona Lisa, and really, I believe, and this is my rudimentary knowledge of art, but what you're looking at is the this is a certain style of brushstroke and how the colors were combined. And some of these older art pieces are the first of their kind. The painting on the Sistine Chapel, just the, the massiveness of it. Yeah. So certain parts of art I get. Yeah. But stringing a couple of balloons together or throwing some pipes on the floor and saying this is art, that... That I'm not down. I don't with. get it, and and people, I wouldn't spend ten dollars to see it, let alone a million dollars to buy it. And then, how do you get the pipes to all land in the same spot when they get shipped to your cabana? Maybe the guy ends up bringing it, but the artist would be there. And I was, you know, trying to be debonair and not, you know, shaking my head and saying, "What the hell is this mess?" Because that's maybe what brought- they need. This could be the emperor's new clothes type of thing, where people are looking at it going, because it's a, an art basil, it's an art show. They're saying, "Wow, that my mind is blown," and really, it's stupid. Or am I the stupid one? Am I the stupid one that I don't get it? And I was trying to figure that too. I'm looking at it and I go, "What the hell am I missing here?" You know me. Why is this good? I would tell you if you were stupid, and I, I think you hit the nail yeah. on the head. You weren't looking at much. Well, what I was looking at is the lack of choice that I had while I was down there. One specific thing is, you know, you spend eight hours at an art festival and you're drinking champagne and walking around and talking to people. Every once in a while, you have to go. You have to, right? It's human nature. You have to go to you the You can only bathroom. take in so many liquids without some liquids having to go up. That's it. And, and hopefully it's only liquids, but you have to go. So there, this is a this is the the Miami Convention Center. It's massive, big, massive, massive. So you would think there'd be a lot of choices here to go to the bathroom, but there was not a lot of choices. There was a choice, and I walk up to that bathroom, and I'm with my mother, and that bathroom was the all gender bathroom, the all gender bathroom, and I posted Hang on, on Facebook. A second. Hang on a second. There's only two genders. There's oh, no, those, there's not. There's, no, there is not. There's innies and there's outies. There is not. There, there, they, uh, this was, the guy says to me, uh, it's unisex public toilets. Now, you go into a cigar store and there may be a toilet and there's only one. We have one, but it, the door locks. And, and then one person goes in. One at a time. One person goes out. This is not that way. This is, there's a whole bunch of them and you go into this room and there's ladies putting on their makeup, and there's guys going to the bathroom. And I have to walk in, and I'm, you know, st- st- I'm staring at the sign first, and I don't know what to do. And my mother says, well, what the hell is this? And I said, I don't know. I, and what, what do we do? And the next thing you know, we're walking in together, and I'm oh like, I have to go. I have to go. Sort of. I don't know what else to do. So, and there's ladies right there, and I go into a stall, and I shut the door, and I pee as fast as I can, and I tell you, I didn't wash my hands after because I just wanted to get out as fast as I could. (laughs) Washing your hands is so overrated. Well, I just had to get out of there as as soon as I did, and I get out, and there's more guys standing at the doorway staring there, and they're going, I don't have to go that bad, and they're leaving. <laughs> and the cleaning guy that's walking by the goes janitor. by, yeah, he's, he goes by, and he sees me with this puzzled look, and he says, I just won't go. I would just not go. <laughs> he didn't know that I had already gone. It was the most troubling thing, and the sign, you'll see it on, if you go to David Garofalo on Facebook, you'll, you'll see, because I actually posted the sign, there are four genders, and it was the man symbol, and the woman symbol with the woman with the dress. And then there's 
the man and woman symbol with the man with half a dress. And that is the bigender, or what's the word for that? Whatever the hell that is. Transgender. Transgender. And then there's the handicap guy who's a gender, apparently. And I guess that could be a man or a woman handicapped person. But they're all in. Everybody's in this room, and here they are. And, you know, seeing a woman straddling a urinal... There's nothing like it in the whole world. <laughs> oh were there any? No, there were no. What's the not. layout in the this wet bathroom? back thing? You know, huh? What's the layout in this bathroom? What if you go all, all, I mean, all urinals and stalls or stalls, and then we wash your hands. Okay. And the and you know I don't go to women's bathrooms, but the women are putting their makeup on and all that stuff. They spend a lot of time in there, and also there's lines to get in because there's always lines to get in the women's room and no line to get in the men's room. But this is the unisex. Everybody goes to this, so now it's forced to be lines in there, and you, you're standing in the line going in with the woman a few at a time, and it's so uncomfortable. Crazy. It was. Well, if you, I mean, number going number one is one thing, but going number two, and then let's say you run out of toilet paper, and you have to have the late, you have to ask the lady next to you, "Hey, can you hand me some teepee?" That's that's stretching it a little far. I think the gender should stay separate when it comes to bathrooms. All I know is I'd be a little bit less freaked out if there was a glory hole in the bathroom. Mm. (laughs) Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Uh, They tell me this is quietly becoming the new thing to expect this, that this is what's going to happen. Not in New Hampshire, it ain't. Yeah, which which I say, go before you leave the house the best you can. But especially at an art festival, college campuses, I guess, are getting big into this thing, art museums, men's. Women's half and halves and uh, handicap all in the same place. One thing, uh, and um, you know, you go to. I got on a plane coming back, obviously after going through that, and it's the same that you go into one little stall by but yourself. But you have it and by just, yourself. Yeah. There's a lock on the door. Right, right. No one can hear what's going on in there when they're outside. Yeah, you, you can hear somebody in the next bathroom next to you as you're going. You know and a guy going is is like streaming yeah. into the water, splashing. Very distinct sound. Yes. Yeah. And then there's a sound next to you that's a different sound. A little softer. Yeah. <laughs> More trickling like a water brook oh, type geez, of thing. Oh, jeez, Louise. Yes. <laughs> what, about, what about perverts? Is this like the mecca oh, for yeah. a pervert? Well, especially perverts with bathroom things, I yeah. would imagine. Barry, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I'll save it for uh, after the show. Okay. Yeah. Don't oh want to lose out FCC clearance. Did your mom go in too? She did at the same time I did. <laughs> and she was bitching and complaining going, going in and bitching and complaining coming out. And she's we not quiet. She, oh. she's, number one, she's not quiet. Number two, she, she refuses to wear her hearing aids and assumes no one else can hear either. Right. And she speaks very loudly. Yeah. Well, All the just, time. She's straight up old school. I mean, she's, she's a loud just, talker. You know, yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. Everything was weird before that, at that point, and then after, I mean. But that was the cream of the crop right there of what do I do here? What is the uh, no holding what's it the move? It wasn't an option. You couldn't hold it. I couldn't. No. So I had to go, and I'm telling you, I walked in, took care of business, ran out, ran out, <laughs> did not wash my hands, do not pass go, collect $200. I'm out of there. I'll take care of washing my hands and stuff later. But uh, it, it, it is... Um, a lot of rich people, let me tell you. Um, they said more private jets were in Miami at that point than anywhere in the world. Net jets, um, wow. Mercedes, and Davidoff were the sponsor of this whole thing. 
uh, gigantic. And lots of movie stars and everything um, were there. Paris Hilton was there. I didn't see her. Um, Sylvester Sloan was there. She's in the stall next to you. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe I should have washed my hands. I don't know. But I, I needed to get out of there. And I think they needed me to get out of there, too. I was, doing, I was trying to be debonair for everybody. Let me get the hell out of here as fast as I can. Weird. Weird. Uh, so, and if you get the opportunity and you want to see Weird, go to our Yeah, if you want some serious people watching, that's the it place is. to be. And uh, we were talking about that to some, some regular people. Regular people. The, the people I didn't think were, were weird. They, they weren't complete and, freaks. Yeah, that they were saying the same thing of, uh, you know, you spend a few hours looking at the yacht, then spend the rest of the time looking at the people because there was some weird... Uh, the way they dressed and the way, and they must have said that about me. Whatever, who knows? Because you had t-shirt and jeans on. Yeah, whatever, whatever. So anyway, right now uh, it's time for the uh, classic three-way. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under. Get this under. $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, we haven't had the three guys together here in quite a while, and I think our champion is still Barry Stein. I have a question to ask the three of you before we get started. Yes. Born this day, William Cooper. Yes. A.K.A. Cigar Coop. Cigar Coop from Stogie Stogie Geeks. Geeks fame. Happy birthday. What year was he born? Oh, you know the answer to this? I had to do the math. Well, I understand that he... Is a lot older than he looks, mm-hmm. from what they say. He looks unbelievable. Um, so I know when I was born, and I'm going to say he was born in 1968. All right. 67. 67. 60. Well, you guys are all very debonair. I believe, if my math is correct, it's 1949. Wow. No. 66 today. Come on. No William way. Cooper. According to his Facebook, that's what it said. Unless he's playing a game with his birthday. I'll have what he's having. I heard that he looks a lot younger than he is, but he I looks can't imagine. Way him. younger. Coop, you did, you're doing something right, man. Keep keep it up. No, I think you got it wrong. I may have it wrong, but I'm just saying, according to his, uh, his Facebook, he turned 66 today. No, I can't imagine that to be true. My God. Anyway, uh, celebrating his Today's December 5th. Celebrating his birthday today is Walt Disney, American animator. Director, producer, screenwriter, and co-founder of the Disney Company. Born today, Walt Disney. What year was he born, Barry Stein? 1901. 1901, Chuck. I have it written down. I have 1901 as well. As do I. You guys guys are cheating. (laughs) You guys are cheating. No cheating. Stop it. Because it's 1901. You really have it written down, too? We each get two points. What happened? No cheating. I don't know. Did you cheat? It was on Good Morning America this morning. Ah. 
I didn't watch Good Morning America. How do you know it, Chuck? That's just a guess. You just guessed it. Guessed it? And, and Mr. Jonathan, how do you know it? You, you know that I just guessed it. That's it. I wrote it down. How do you guess 1901? I'm not buying it. You're selling it, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> Don't buy it. Don't buy it. First time I've been on the board for the first question oh my all God. year. All right. Uh, this goes to Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, I'm ready. Richard Punneman. Richard Punneman. 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 Richard uh, Punneman. Richard Gear. Little Richard. Little Richard. Little Richard, American recording artist, songwriter, musician, Tutti Fruity, Long Tall Sally, Good Golly Miss Molly. How old is he? What year was he born, right, Little put, Richard? Put me down for 1940. 1940, Mr. Jonathan. I have uh, 1930. 1930. I have 43. 43. 30? We'll take it. It's 32. Nice. Mr. Jonathan is in, I've never said this, the lead. <laughs> it's been a while. It has been a while. So it goes to you, Mr. Jonathan. Today is Andrew Brown's birthday. Andrew Brown. Andrew Is he Brown. on the Brady Bunch? He is Dr. Dre. Ah. Dr. Dre, radio personality, MTV VJ, Yo MTV Raps, former DJ for the Beastie Boys. Hang on. Dr. Got, that, that is not Dr. Dre. The former DJ for the Beastie Boys is Mixmaster Mike. It said it in this thing. That it's wrong, a, and his name is not. Any, it's Andre is his first name. There was a. There were two Dr. Dre's though, right? You're thinking of Dr. Dre and Snoop of like. NWA fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But there's. I'm pretty. D R E with a line. Mix, right? Mixmaster Mike was the DJ for the Beastie Boys. Just for the record. Well, this was Yo MTV rap guy, MTV VJ, radio personality, former DJ for the Beastie Boys. Maybe there was two. Maybe. The other guy left. Maybe. All right. I'm going to guess 1960 then. Okay, Barry Stein. I'm doing the math. We're going to go 1962. 1962. 1950. 1950. 62 will take it, Barry Stein. 63. So we got three to three, and Chuck with a two. Uh, Rudy, fact check me on that, will you? BC Boys DJ. We got anybody? Is there anybody in the chat box? Are we live? They're an hour behind us. Yeah. (laughs) Are they an hour behind us? Did we confirm that? Actually, it looks like it never started. Oh, perfect. It looks like it was a YouTube issue. Oh, my God. Never admit that live on the air again. <laughs> He's sitting right there. He can hear us. <sighs> anyway, we're going to do a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker is died this day. Died this day. Who's this to? Barry? Yep. The Cigar Authority radio show. Died this day. <laughs> no? Died this day. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mozart with a T. Mozart. Australian pianist and composer composed 600 works. He died this day. What year? It's to Barry. 1603. Wow, 1600. 1800. 1800 will take it because it's 1603. Barry wins. Barry wins again. All right. Why don't you get sick of it, Barry? No. This day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar available at Two Guys Cigars.com. That's Two Guys Cigars.
Yes. He started college in 1985, which would have made him 18 years old. Unless he started late. So that would put his birth date at 1967. I'm just saying that it said 66 on Facebook. So... That 66 what? Maybe that was the old. year he was born, 66. Maybe born 66. That yeah. would make sense. Born in 66. He's checking. He's right about the DJ. We have a fact checker. Okay. He's so, oh, and he's since taken Nick's, it off. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The guy above William Cooper is 66. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. All these people. He doesn't have his birthday on, the, on there. All right. Just Everybody doing everything wrong. With going with it anyway because it doesn't matter, right? This is... This whole show is a mess. Uh, bad news, Barry. I bet you got some bad news. Yeah, of course I got of course some you got bad, bad news. news. The show ain't working out well? Is that part of it? That's part of it. Okay. And uh, the City Council of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, passed a measure this week to ban smoking in parks by a 7-to-1 margin. The move still needs the signature of the mayor. In the central southern part of Massachusetts, the town of Hopedale, Hopedale voted to prohibit smoking in parks beaches, and swimming areas, and the fines are up to $300. According to a press release from the city of Edinburgh, Texas, the city council unanimously amended an ordinance that makes smoking illegal within the city limits. The ordinance includes everything except private residences and tobacco stores. The measure carries a fine starting at $200, with a third fine going up to two grand. The audience will be enforced by the police department and fire department. A little bit over three years ago, the voters in the state of California voted against an increase in the state cigarette tax, which is directly correlated with the cigar tax. Now, according to the San Jose Mercury News, the measure could once again be heading to the ballot, and the news proposal would raise cigarette taxes by $2 per pack. I'm not an accountant, but if I do the math, that would put the cigar tax at close to 100%. According to numerous published reports, lawmakers in Massachusetts are considering to raise the state age to tobacco use from 18 to 21. If the measure happens, they would join Hawaii as the only state to do such. And lastly, the city of Fremont, California, became the first city in the United States to enact tobacco prohibition by banning the ability to open tobacco shops within the city limits. Wow. Yeah. And Why? that's this week's bad news. Hey, Mr. Jonathan, good news, anything? Uh, well, the FDA hasn't come down with a decision early, but other than that, you got nothing. I got nothing. And that would be good news if they came down with it early and stuff. But I'll tell you, Massachusetts is doing it. They're doing city by city. They're chipping away at it. Boston went to 21. Then they're going to go statewide, and that's going to be that for their we got Don Brennan over here that's trying to make a living, trying to struggle. And what they're doing, just make it worse and worse and worse for them. It's crazy. It's doing nothing but harm. And there's lots of problems out there, and smoking cigars ain't one of them. Really? It's crazy. So right now it's time to uh, go into the aging room for a laugh or two, maybe, with Old Fart Freddy. Maybe. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room Cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, kids have way too many indoor activities. Video games, iPads, social media are all turning the youth of America into overweight, lazy fat bodies. Trust me, I know. 
In my day, we played pickup games every day and pocket-sized billiards at night. Mini eight ball, corner pocket. Ah, nice shot. Nowadays, kids are not allowed to touch each other while playing games in school, or they call out the National Guard. In my day, even marbles was full contact. If you lost yours and had to bring new ones in the game, you had to walk the gauntlet. Everyone got one shot with their sack anywhere on your body. Talk about personal responsibility. Nowadays, there are anti-bullying laws. In-school counseling, student advocates. Kids have more rights than the people that brought them into this world. Let me tell you, in my day, you either paid off the bully, got your ass kicked, or stood up for yourself. I made more than one bully regret going through puberty before the rest of us. Pow! We were full contact, sack-tapping men with a knack for pocket pools. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. What the hell happened to kids being seen and not heard? That ain't right. It ain't right. Proud of that? I am. You are? Pocket pool. While I was down in Miami, everybody was up here in New York because um, they had the... uh, they're coming up for the big smoke. Big smoke in New York. I got a lot of texts. Hey, you, you, all the people in Miami. Hey, you up in New York? And I go, No, I'm in Miami. Where are you? Nice. In New York. So uh, that worked out perfectly, <laughs> perfectly. So thoughts on the Cafe 1901 Sumatra Torpedo so far? What this, do we think? This is brown sugar and smoke from white oak, and I know what that smells like and tastes like because I put in a hardwood floor once using white oak with a dull blade, and every time I cut the white oak, it would almost catch on fire. It's such a hard wood. It would smoke, and that smoke would get into your nostrils and into your mouth, and that's this all day long. Drops Barry the mic. Stein, what do you got? I'll give you the brown sugar. I'll give you some wood. That sounded so wrong. But I'm, I definitely I, got I accept, some. I accept your wood. <laughs> I definitely got some coffee notes as well. I was going to say coffee. I got a little bite. Not an early Spice? bite, but the bite you get from Honduran tobacco, but I got it laid into it. Late. Late bite. Usually it's the early bite. Mm. I'm already getting some bite. Interesting. You know, what, what is that um, pipe tobacco? Um, Cavendish? No. Latakia? Latakia. The little bite <clears throat> of Latakia that I don't... The cigar so has a really nice aroma. Medicine-y bite. Medicine-y. Mm. Not getting that. No. What do you say, Derek? Any medicine-y bite? Slight bite. Slight. You don't have to kiss his butt. Tell him he's wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> so Derek, who we had on um, when we did the launch for um, Steve Saka's new cigar. Sober Mesa. Yeah. Sober Mesa. Um, and he was part of the cigar cartel. Yeah. We half-jokingly said you need to get into the cigar business mm-hmm. to Derek and uh, we talked after, and Derek uh, starts with us Yeah, you basically next Sunday. hired him during his interview. Yes. I don't want to hear, like, he this starts, is a surprise. He starts next Sunday. <laughs> huh? We're always looking for, for good talent. Yeah, and he's talented. And we're going to see, uh, maybe we'll get him part of the Cigar Authority and have a little segment with him or do something. Congratulations, bro. Yeah, welcome aboard. Maybe you can run the board and get the show <laughs> on live or something. <laughs> 
There's always an opening there to pull that off. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, new cigars hitting the shelves. We're going to take a peek through our calendar. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will get debonair and something in the mailbag. So stick around, everybody. We'll be back with the last segment in just minutes. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Flor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. 
he finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as "Hey you." He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium, handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo; it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack! I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world, and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www. www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live in the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. New cigars and trademarks, a peek into the asylum, some crazy story. Gentleman Chuck Morrison will get debonair, the tweets of the week, and lots more. Welcome back, everybody. Barry Stein, new cigars hitting the shelves. What do you got? Well, each week we share the newest cigars to arrive on retailer shelves, and this week we saw the arrival of the Arroyo first 20 years, which celebrates 20 years of Christian Arroyo being in the industry. The cigar is made with a special tobacco that has not been used in over 50 years that was provided as a gift by his father, Julio. And we have one new trademark to uh, report on, and that's Acme Cigar Company. They have filed for Stubby. Stubby. I kind of recall a Stubby cigar before, but... I'll tell you this, that Arroyo 20 years, I smoked it. Very good. Mm-hmm. I had I'm dying to try it. I had a customer that has nothing but complaints about new cigars that come in. Nothing but complaints. He smoked it and came up and said, "Finally, a cigar that's worth the money." Hmm. He no smoked kidding. the Toro about twelve dollars, and this guy that's that's getting close to his ceiling. I begged him to not smoke it at first. I'm like, I don't know, man. You complain about everything, and oh, it looks like it's going to be good. He lit it up. The burn was perfect. The draw was perfect. He was happy, and he's come back to get it several times. How's the strength profile on it? Medium. Medium, Yeah? Medium plus, yeah. Yeah. I I think it's the best thing he's done since the 1118, the original release that was in the screw box. Yeah, yeah. It was excellent cigar. Screw box. That's funny. Okay, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! 
It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's Asylum. If a couple lives in the attic of a local Walmart, does it constitute theft if merchandise is found in their, quote, living quarters located within the store? This is the question that will have to be answered as prosecutors lay out their case. A homeless couple was found living in a Walmart attic with a hot plate, meth lab, 42-inch LED TV, and too many other items to mention. Let it suffice to say if Walmart sells it, they had it in their living quarters, along with two pounds of home-cooked meth. (laughs) Somehow they managed to splice into the satellite feed and also order the NFL ticket unnoticed. (laughs) It was all fun and games until they stole KY Brands, Yours and Mine which led to the noisy roll in the hay that got them caught. Wow. Workers heard the stolen headboard banging against one of the attic partitions during a lunch break, and the couple was caught. That's insane. Hey, Barry, can you hand me the KY? That's <laughs> asylum. They're coming to take me that away. That is insane. I, there's no case. They're homeless. <laughs> I, they're going to say we never stole it. We never left the building. Well, they're guilty of stealing the KY because I don't want it. Right. I don't want it anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think I saw them at the Art Basel Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a quick peek through our calendar. Next week, we're going to do the prediction show. We're going to actually predict what cigar aficionado is going to do for their top 25. Not necessarily what we think is the right thing to do. You've already heard our right thing to do, which is the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. But this is what we think they're going to do based on what they've done in the past. Uh, And we got two great cigars to smoke during that show. The following week, the December 19th show, will be a tape show. We're going to tape it on Thursday, December 17th at 5 to 7 p.m. and figure out what these guys want for Christmas and smoke a couple of great cigars during that show. It's the wrap-up show for 2015. It's December 26th, the day after Christmas. Moving on to January 2nd, the 300th show of the Cigar Authority. 300 shows that we did without missing any, and we still can't do it right. I will give the state of the cigar industry address, and we'll smoke some cigars. Moving ahead till uh, all the way down to February 6th will be the Cigar of the Year. We will mention who that's going to be on that show, and that will be the day before. Uh, You won't be here uh, because you'll be at the Super Bowl, most likely. In February. Uh, It's the day before the Super Bowl. And um, we'll celebrate the uh, Patriots win when you return. They keep getting pretty banged up and hurting. They do. They do. Uh, And moving way ahead to um, April 2nd will be the Cigar Authority's 60th anniversary show. And moving far ahead from that, September 17th, Barry's wedding. Are you still getting married? Still getting married. (laughs) Still getting married? Gave the rings. And this morning she once again told me we have to have the show at the wedding. Show's going to be at the wedding, September 17th. We're going to do the show live from there. We'll interview both the groom and the bride. I'm against this, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I'm against it. <laughs> Interfering with the, the uh, sanctimoniousness of weddings. It's not. I want to get some advertisers during. Ready to put the ring on the finger? Hold on. Brought to you by. <laughs> Brought to you by. 
<laughs> Brought to you by Kathy Cigars. Yeah, we got to get cigar rings on board and from the Dominican Republic. There we oh. go. Boom, Absolutely. Boom, boom, boom. There it is. The perfect one. So uh, that's what our calendar looks like right now. It is uh, while you're enjoying life for its fullest, it's important to be debonair. Would it be debonair to actually have your wedding, a radio show broadcast from your wedding? <laughs> no. Um, how to be more deb- debonair and gentlemanlike is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Suspension of reality. Boom. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Guys, real quick here. Last week I was listening to the uh, to the recorded show and uh, listening to the debonair way, debonair way segment where I mentioned, you know, getting the doggy bag and, and giving it to a homeless shelter or a homeless person. And I thought about it and we went to a nice dinner last week in Denver, had steak. And this isn't even in regard to today's debonair way. But brought this up for discussion, like, well, why would you give someone, you know, say a leftover steak? Someone, your leftover steak, that doesn't seem too gentleman-like, that in fact seems kind of douchey. So, in that example, it was pizza that was given, and it, the real notion behind the gesture is to make sure that it's a food that maybe hasn't been eaten into, like a steak, for example, sure. but more along the lines of pizza or quiche or maybe something that hasn't had... Uh, a fight taken mark. out of it. So I figured I'd just give that disclaimer. Okay. Going back to last week's show. For this week, it's holiday time. We got the uh, we got Christmas here, Hanukkah. It means crowded stores and crowded parking lots. And as I was pulling in the two guys smoke shop today, Mr. Jonathan, I love you to death, buddy, but here we parked go. taking up two parking spaces. If there's any pet peeves that I have when it comes to driving, it is in the parking lot parking lot taking up Two parking spaces Absolutely. with one vehicle. It drives me nuts. You see it all too often. Hang on a second. The debonair thing to do, Mr. Jonathan, is as you're walking and you notice it. Now, I don't know if you noticed it or not. I did. And I don't care if you're at the end of the lot, the front spot. It doesn't matter where you are. There's painted lines. Park your vehicle within those painted lines. If you notice that you're not in, take the two seconds. Get back into your vehicle. Straighten the vehicle out so that you're taking up and occupying only one spot. It's not only the right thing to do. It's the debonair thing to do. Here's the thing, though, Chuck. I have a very nice car, and I don't want other cars parking near me. So I usually just straddle the line so they have to follow it, and then no one can open their door into mine. It's not debonair. It's not debonair, buddy. And your car isn't as nice as my car, and I'm in between two spots. I'm in the right spot. And the guy next to you might have a better car than you. I don't know that I would drive your car for free, though. The key is to, if, if you have a nice car, you pull as far away as possible yeah. and take the first, furthest spot. But you couldn't do that because I got here before you, and that's the spot I took. Finally. Boom. Finally. Finally. Yeah. yeah. But, guys, that, that's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question every single time is, are you debonair enough? I guess not. And you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that under advisement, Chuck. Okay. More than advisement. Pull in that spot. Pull it all the way. You know I like it like that. <laughs> okay. You got a mailbag? I do. Squeeze one in. All right. <clears throat> the following was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Guys, new rule. 
When Chuck is off, play the best ofs. Oh, wait. I didn't think this through. Maybe the better ofs. I say this with peace and love. Signed, David Garofalo. No, it is it's not me. <laughs> he just signed it, David. No, I had to assume. Me. But Chuck's assume. here and we messed up too. So you've got to be feeling good about this, Barry. He messed up. Yeah, I'm not going to put it on him. I, I'm putting it on YouTube because for some odd reason they dropped it because five minutes before the show, it was there. Well, let me just say this. Two weeks in a row, we've had problems. Do whatever you got to do, including moving heaven and earth, so that next week, no problems. Well, next week, Chuck is not here. I'm not leaving the store until we're A, 100% ready for next week. We well, yeah, the stuff stays here. It's not like we have to take everything out and put it back in. It's all set. I'm wondering if they took our test with Jack and they thought that was the live event and therefore they killed it. Doubtful because we created the new event for right, that. Right. I don't know. I'm just furious at Google right now and YouTube, which is one of the same company. But I'm not blaming them. I'm going to fall on the sword, guys. It's on me. But like Jonathan said, we will work diligently moving heaven and earth to make sure that we are we say perfect. At, for at our 300th episode, we still don't have it right. It's amazing. I would hate myself if it was me, but that would be me. So, uh, Tweets of the Week, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. What do we have? Well, it's time for the social media segment, brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best social media things I saw this week. I can't take my dog to the pond because ducks keep attacking him. Guess that's what I get for buying a purebred dog. Purebred. Purebred. Bread. 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 69% of the people are able to find something dirty in every sentence. Giggity. (laughs) Carrots might be good for your eyes, but coffee mixed with booze will double your vision. Bear goggles. Going to McDonald's and ordering a salad is like going to a prostitute for a hug. It's a a fair point. (laughs) And the best tweet I saw all week, of course God isn't fixing this. You have removed him from schools and government and put Satan in charge. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled in two bar. The old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every every time. And Recluse won for the choice of the uh, contenders of... Uh, yeah, the people's, it won the People's Choice Awards. People's Choice Awards. <laughs> Could that be because they're so popular on social media? Mm. Because that's who we asked. There's people that are on the computers. It's a question for the thing. ages. Huh? I was thinking when we had Jack on, you know, he was talking about growing his brand and kind of, you know, their, their main goal for 2016 is to kind of create some natural organic traction, right? And... He mentioned the advertising efforts, but I wonder how much social media and different uh, what strategies he'll be implementing to really kind of grow. He, ma- he mentioned Cigar Aficionado and taking nothing away from Cigar Aficionado, but they are a print publication, and we all know that print is dying. Mm-hmm. It's getting less and less and less. So it's not like it's a growing thing for sure. Uh, good publication and everything, but not a growing publication, I would guess. I could be wrong. Um, and what was his other option? Um, he, oh, he said social media. He, he did. mentioned social yeah. media. So yeah. um, it's tough. Where do you advertise nowadays? Well, what we were saying to Derek earlier in the office is that the majority of people 
want to hear that their friends are doing it or their friends are smoking it and want to see that. So, I don't know, hire 100 people to start taking pictures of you smoking your Duran cigar. The product itself is a social product to begin with. Correct. So it kind of makes sense. Yep. Definitely. So very, very interesting. And you're restricted on social media, right? Like on Facebook, you can't advertise we can't, tobacco. No, you can't advertise tobacco products. So therefore, you can't do it. Our hands are tied. I don't know where to go anymore. I don't know what to do. I want to build my business and continue to grow it and spend money. But the people that I would spend money to will not accept my money. It's crazy. So how crazy is it? You know, it's, it's asylum, right? It's, it's a it's crazy. It's asylum. It's asylum. So we're smoking the Caffey 1901 Sumatra. Torpedo. Anything change? No. Jonathan hit the nail on the head. The brown sugar makes this cigar the perfect cigar to pair with a Rolling Stone song. Here we go. Huh? Get it? I get it. Get it? I get it. <laughs> I'm with you on the brown sugar. Like I said, I definitely get some coffee notes. Dave, I've been looking for that kind of uh, medicine-y tea uh, you know, note that you've referenced. A little, a little it's bit. It's a bitey, uh, yeah. the Honduran bite that happens early on a cigar that usually fades away came in this late. You know, usually something I get, almost like they turn the leaves the other way around. Yeah. The, yeah, maybe reverse the tips. Did you yeah. retroheal? No, I have not. <laughs> Try that. He doesn't do that. Here he does. Spearmint. <laughs> That's Mr. Jonathan choking. Spearmint. Yeah. A little, right? Yeah. Yeah, a little, little minty. That mint is there when you retroheal. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Yep. All I fear is feel, taste is pain. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice it'll, cigar. Maybe it's a nice pair with a mojito. Nice. That's very nice. Do we have any pricing on this? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was at seven dollars to eight fifty. All right, this was. Uh, and this is the torpedo. It's probably the one closest to the eight fifty mm-hmm. mark. But good cigar. Yeah, there's a robusto, toro bella, uh, torpedo, and a six by sixty. I got that. I got where you're going. A little bite. What would, would, would happen early on Honduran tobacco? Right. No, nope, I'm picking it up now. It took me a, a little while. Not not in a bad way. No, nope, not mean, at all. No, Maybe no. people like it. Not in a bad way at all. No, but. it's nice. So anyway, next week, uh, gentleman Chuck is going to be away. Where's the game next week? Uh, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Uh, and Barry's going to be on the wheels of steel. I hope to have a uh, an audience. If not, we have one here, but uh, I hope to have one on the air. would be nice. We'll have to start building that up again. We lost all our friends in Canada, I'm sure. We'll see if we can get them back. Um, Rudy hung out in the chat room the entire time. No kidding. Just left a minute ago. Oh, my God. Uh, next week, we'll have the predictions for Cigar Aficionados Top 25. All three of us here are going to uh, give our predictions. We're going to go head-to-head head on this bad boy. Yep, and we're going to end up seeing if we can uh, possibly have a little contest and make points and see uh, how, how well we know Cigar Aficionado. So uh, join us. Bring a piece of paper with you. Uh, put your things and, and uh, play along with us. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in that did tune in. And uh, we'll try it again next week. You'll listen to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, which is more than likely, and you happen to be smoking your Caffey 1901 Sumatra Torpedo, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. 